Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 133 of the No Podcast. Um, we are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. We weren't sure up until tonight, but uh, all the all the votes are in, all the ballots have been cast. We are indeed the number one video game podcast in the Southeast and the Gulf Coast. We are your Gulf Coast time zone number one podcast audio and visual experience. Join us every Wednesday on Twitch and YouTube Live. Uh, tonight, your stories include Sony shuts down custom plates for PS5, two Ubisoft titles get delayed, Call of Duty sure is taking up a lot of space. Ah. Uh, this isn't a space <laughs> Call of Duty. I thought it was going to be like a sequel to Infinite Warfare. Uh, the PS5 game that will not come to PS4, we finally get some clarification. It might be uh, a game that is actually enjoying its 18th anniversary today. So it can vote. This game's Ooh. first iteration can vote today and buy cigarettes. Not, any, not anymore, <laughs> I don't think. No, nope. no. You got nope. 21. You got 21. Pornography? Can we buy some nudie mags? I Story? thought the internet did away with that eventually. Uh, possibly, but uh, Ratchet and Clank can buy nudie mags as of today. Uh, we have your PlayStation Plus games and Xbox games will go for November. I haven't seen either one of those except for the one PS5 game, so that will be news to me. And Fortnite's next-gen enhancements get detailed. I am your, um, uh, it's got to be something political. I'm your deputy of information minister, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by uh, vice president to be, <laughs> maybe, Brant McKee. How the hell do we get minister and then vice president? It's a conglomeration, sir. We're, we're really confused. We don't actually know what our, uh, we're a polyarch, we're a matriarch, we're everything rolled up into one. Fair enough. Or a dictatorship. Cesar, wait, do you find out your role? That <laughs> sure. is Cesar Concepcion, the second chief military officer. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I, uh, yes. He gets uh, to push the button. I'm in charge of killing. Yeah. That way, I'm, uh, the, I'm, I'm the one that's going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. You pushed the button. <laughs> you have the most important decisions. We just see we see all these blurred out things in your background, and we just know one of them is some sort of nuclear football. So I'm just going to say plausible deniability. And you can do that as vice president of whatever we, whatever this, this, <laughs> whatever, this is. whatever this, this thing you call a nation or whatever this it is. Disaster. The nation of uh, no podcast, no, no podcastia. Uh, here we go. Let's go with our first news story. I think we're all mentally and physically exhausted. I know I am both of those. Let's try to get through this show. It might be a brief one. We don't have a lot of news. Uh, we may so. have some games played. Mostly Halo yeah. update. <laughs> but let's make that the beef of it. Uh, PS5 custom plate maker apologizes after confusion. This comes from IGN. Uh, Customize My Plates has now announced that it has canceled all sales of custom created PS5 plates and will not be selling PS5 plates in any capacity. Due to pressure from Sony, it will now sell vinyl console skins instead. Brant, your wood paneled PS5 lid dream is no more. Ugh. <laughs> I love that wood grain. <laughs> you do. All your consoles are wood grain. We see them stacked up back there. Yeah, Even it's your great. Dreamcast. Yeah, it's great when you have them on the floor and you just accidentally step on it. I'm like, oh, I thought it was part of laminate. <laughs> I thought it was my Roomba cleans this already. Uh, so this was a company we've all been speculating since the PS5. Uh, I mean, this was even before like the breakdown video, right? We knew these these tops were going to come off and. We've been speculated on the podcast, are these going to be like these 360 base plates where you can get a NCAA 07 like I do, or a the outfit version? 
of a, a big faceplate for your PS5. And someone was industrious enough to start it up, and pressure from Sony has caused them to back out of this market. Yeah. Originally, they were they their website was Plate Station uh, Five. <laughs> uh, they sold. Come on, you got to give them that. They they sold uh, a handful of options, including like a dark blue, a matte black, um, a red. And I want to say a blue. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember, um, but uh, the original, the original, uh, original ding from Sony came over the name Plate Station, uh, <laughs> being a little close. And then they changed to customize my plates. And then after they, with they Z. Lo- don't forget with <laughs> Z. <laughs> plates. After plates. So after after they continued to to look over all the legal mumbo jumbo. They just figured this is this is a legal nightmare. Their their small team uh, of of people could not navigate it, and and feared that they'd be sued. So they they just they they decided to cancel all the all the orders because I think they had sold out and they refunded everybody their money. Twenty thousand uh, dollars in refunds. Yeah. Here's what Sony was most concerned about. This is a quote from uh, from Adam from Custom Plates. Our site's level of success hit like a sucker punch. I think that's what Sony took most offense to. Uh, the use of one of their studios in the quote. That one didn't land. Uh, <laughs> Adam continues, we misjudged demand and disappointed hundreds of supporters who helped to get us off the ground. They may be the first, but they will not be the last. These are going to be on AliExpress and everything else. Yeah, these they probably should have st- stuck to uh, smaller channels like Etsy or something like that. Right, they got, they got too big, and, that, and the problem with that, which is cool, you know, people want this, but the issue you run into is you don't know who the quality of these plates are, and if they're going to fuck up your console, and then they go mm-hmm. into Sony, and you know, you just nip that in the bud ahead of time. So they start melting down into the PS5. Ooh, yeah, that, or you know, it warps something because it's not dissipating the heat properly, or you know, it has some kind of proprietary thing they have on their plate somehow. Right, by the grace of God, that you need this one additional 13th hole in the back and it doesn't have it so yeah. or perfect airflow yeah. yeah were the were the printed ones going to have the dust collectors or is that deeper down into the system that's uh um, yeah that's on the side of the like right in there yeah yeah the all right so night- the dust collectors yeah. were unaffected i don't see what the issue is i the think we should have got these we're playstation have. 5s we're all gonna we be watching videos system. to clean our dust collectors we got this so sorry you uh you always keep a, a dust-free station. You're all That's about right. some um, one of those the Swiffer things. Yeah, they I do mean, wonders. Electronics, man, they can't can't do dust. Doesn't dissipate heat properly when it builds up and then destroys your hardware. No dust, no water. Neither one are good. Uh, only, next story: only alcohol. Only alcohol. Pour <laughs> alcohol on them. Pour one out for this uh, PlayStation Five. Uh, Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine delayed into Ubisoft's 2021 fiscal year. The the pandemic causes more delays. This comes from Polygon and Ryan Gilliam. Uh, was this during an investor meeting? Yeah, earning call. Mm-hmm. Uh, the studio ran into some snags due to the pandemic. Uh, so Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine will now be in the first part of the fiscal year, 2021 to 2022. Uh, which means basically we will not see them prior to April 2021. Uh, it's pretty far back. I think thus far, Far Cry 6 is my only purchased 
PS5 game. So, was this expected at launch, or was it was it like a January February game? It was a uh, what launch? What they call launch window? Yeah, right. So, which is I think it was supposed to be next year, like you pointed out. I don't yeah. think it was. We were going to get it this year. What is speaking of that launch window? What is like? Uh, it seems like Capcom's been kicking ass in that January February window. Do they have something lined up right now, beginning of the year? I that, think that Resident Re- Evil Eight. Village is going to miss that window, so yeah, I think they yeah. were. I think they were going to try to get it out in that time, but I think because the there were some rumors going around, they were having some uh, development woes, trying to get that game to run on current hardware, and then trying to get up the snuff on here we are next gen hardware. So that's what's happening with Cyberpunk too. That's that's where we're at now. Oh God, did you did did you watch your uh, the video on the Watch Dogs? I'm glad I waited to play it on uh, next gen consoles. This butthole. <laughs> it's like it's on on the, like a stock Xbox One. It's 20 frames per second. We fi- we finally get that point now. I think it's, they said uh, it's causing one uh, X's to overheat. Yeah. So I, I think they said on the standard PS4 it was like 28 frames per second, slightly over 30. And oh, I think shit. It, it, that that was probably the first game we would have popped in there. Like, okay, it's time for next gen. I know I made that comment multiple times throughout the year, but looking at that, how that performance is, I think if I would have popped that in on the standard console, I'd be like, yeah, I think it's time for new consoles. It's time to upgrade. Why does that thing run so bad? Wasn't Watch Dogs 2 pretty good across the board? What is, What did they change with this iterative engine that is just is destroying these current-gen machines? It's it's messing up PCs, too. Like, there's 3080s that can't run it on maxed-out settings. Funny how the only thing I saw was PC stuff about it. Yeah, I saw the save corruptions on PC as well. They're still waiting for uh, a patch on that. But yeah, uh, Brand brought that up too. That it was uh, there was a uh, a bug on the the one axis where it uh, caused it to build up heat and just constantly run. And it never there was some kind of bug that it just it generated heat and caused them to over actually overheat. Which yeah, is crazy. How does You're, this happen? That's nuts. They got they, the, they patched it out already, but they it was yeah happening. Yeah, yeah, they were, and that was the the console they were telling everybody to really like test it the out review. on. Yeah, the review yeah. version was sent out. But, yeah, it was it was it was overheating the consoles. I mean, to the point that the the console would give you it, the error message and telling you that it was too hot and it would go ahead and shut down. What's our interest in Watch Dogs? I, I know that uh, Cesar and I are both fans of that first one, and the the second one seemed to take it in a looser direction. But what's our I, excitement I, level for this one? I don't think there's yeah. anything tying it to the original one. So I mean, I think you can jump in fresh outside of the main mm-hmm. character popping in at some point, but. It's like uh, was it Alien? That Alien game that came on PS3 was it uh, Isolation? Yeah, was Isolation was out? the first person one. I can't remember what are the one that came out from Creative that Sega published. I think that was the only one we got this gen, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know how they say to play that in hard mode to really enjoy that game. I think they right. said for this Watch Dogs, they said play it on permadeath. That's their thing. <laughs> to kill so, off the people that you recruit. Yeah, because I guess there's not, there's not a singular character that runs the narrative, so they they said you know you're playing a permadeath to enjoy it better. So, Alien Isolation was hard enough on regular. Like I was tense. <laughs> <laughs> that game was that game was insane. There's never been a follow up to that. How did we not get a sequel to that this whole generation when it came out on PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One? They got a good port of it on Switch. Apparently, that's a really good um, Switch conversion. Did y'all play much of Isolation with the cat and mouse with the alien and all that? Not a whole lot. Five minutes, maybe, of it. Oh, you didn't get to the alien then. That alien stalks you. 
Like, I abandoned the game totally because the alien was just stalking me all over the space station. And it's just, it's cat and mouse because you never know when he's going to pop in and you hear the rafters above you, like, creaking and you'll see footsteps and he'll pop through vents and all kinds of stuff. It was crazy. I, the only complaint, it seemed like, was that the, the link got padded on at the end and that there wasn't as much to do outside of, you know, all right, go here, go here, go here. You're just trying to survive the station. That, that it would have been... You know, a little bit more to do with it, but the you know they you had the isolation, you had the motion scanner that you would pull up. They actually, Cesar, it's funny you brought up that game. They have new copies of the PS3 one on, on Five Below. If you have a Five Below close to you, I recently just got this because the the PS3 one's supposed to hold up still pretty good. It's just 720p, so it's not a bad version of that game either. All right, what's the next story? Who wants to take it? It is Call of Duty. And the space it's going to fill, but not actually in space. This is not a new <laughs> Call of Duty Infinite. Brant, what are we getting here? Cesar's long-awaited game, 2020. <laughs> Black, Black Ops. I mean, we, we're just talking about file sizes, right? This is what this whole article is about, just the file sizes. Yeah. Right. That, so, the, uh, you can take it, Brant, or I can. I got a Cliff Notes version right here already ready, so there we go. <laughs> Cliff go Nose. for it. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, so basically, I don't mean to steal your thunder, Brant. I know you're in here... Uh, Taking lesson rights and praising the days gone, but uh, uh, the PS4 file size is gonna uh, gonna be 95 gigabytes. PS5 is 133 gigabytes, and Xbox One is 93 gigabytes, and then the Xbox Series X slash S is gonna be 136. So we're getting uh, added 40 gigabytes on the next gen consoles, uh, most likely for 4K <laughs> textures. So. We were promised we were promised smaller installs because the game didn't have to search for all these assets and all that. Or is that just the Sony presentation? I think that's uh, what you would call the the goal. Uh, but you're gonna have to wait till that stuff is fully optimized. So, right. This is the first one. It's a big release. They're uh, they're gonna try to get it as many places as possible. Probably is the easiest way to get it running on everything. I think the Cyberpunk, they were saying they had to test nine different versions across all the platforms. So CD Projekt Red, obviously smaller, um, I believe, smaller group than uh, Raven Software and everybody else. Treyarch, whoever's working on this Call of Duty. You had a right. I think it's Treyarch. And, Treyarch. Um, and, and who? Uh, God, I forgot what they're Raven or Avalanche or Infinity Ward or... It was Raven Combination and then, uh, of all the last one who it wasn't Infinity War. It was the last one who did like the Advanced Warfighter that that new studio that recently came out with. We used to get the remember we used to have the annual schedule. We knew who was doing what, yeah. but then people started picking up bits and pieces of development and multiplayer and expansions. No, remember this was the first one where we weren't supposed to get Black Ops this year. They had issues with the previous studio where they couldn't agree on what they were going to make, and then they threw Triarch in there to kind of save it. Because we they are the they year. are the Black Ops studio, right? But who yeah. who's still there? Treyarch from twelve years ago for the first Black Ops or whatever. Because we, we weren't supposed to get Black Ops until next year. They did that because the the studios weren't getting along. It was Raven and the, the other one. They couldn't put together whatever game they were supposed to come out for this year. Because we weren't supposed to get Black Ops until next year. They had to move it up. It's reminiscent of the was it two years ago? It was like one of the was it two years ago? Whenever it was that the single-player campaign just got scrapped. Like, we did not get a single-player campaign in, oh. in Call of Duty. It was a Sledgehammer Games. Yeah. Sledgehammer. That's the other one. Because yeah. this, this was supposed to be their year. Because it was Infinity Ward last year. This year's Sledgehammer. And um, 
High Moon Studios, I believe, with Raven helping them. And then next year was supposed to be Triarch. And they had some internal studio strikes with those two ones, and they couldn't decide on a Call of Duty game. So that's why they ended up moving up the Treyarch one to this year. Because remember, that's why we got the reveal and all that super late, even before we had the the pandemic hit us. Because right, that that game development uh, they had to speed it up. So because we usually get the trailer for NBA Finals in June, and the NBA Finals were in what October, <laughs> early October, all at the same time with the World Series and all that, like every other finals, hockey, everything. <laughs> We got with the freaking Masters this month, hopefully, Lord willing. So. <laughs> oh, my God, what a year. We're making do. Uh, your PC specs for Call of Duty, GTX 970 or equivalent, uh, Intel Core i5 and 12 gigs of RAM. At the very minimum, for multiplayer, you'll need a 670, 8 gigs of RAM, and an Intel Core i3. So the bar is pretty low on PC, right? They want that to be rather inclusive. Mm. Hold on, something just went off. Are we still up? Do you all see us up still? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're good. Now I'm looking at myself, looking at myself. So. Panic. <laughs> the biggest thing is with all, uh, the space on a lot of these new consoles. Because um, I, I, did either of you see that Reddit uh, post about the um, the space, available space on the Series S? It's like 386 or 368 or something Three, like that. 365 of available space. Out of 500 initial, right? Yeah. Uh, 512 i want to say it's 500 or 512 and i know a lot of that space is allocated to their uh quick resume but that's that's not that's not a lot that's not a lot of space so what was the series s series x call of duty build how much was that if you still have that window open it was a 136 i believe so you're already halfway there you can have call of duty in one other game Fortnite yeah. assets, which I guess we're going to get to. And that's before, I guess, uh, at some point they'll update it where you can remove the single player and yeah. the multiplayer at some point. So uh, at some point that should save you maybe about 50 gigs, maybe. And did you see the confusion with the uh, the different versions of, of Call of Duty? As far as the Xbox uh, and Xbox Series X version? Mm-hmm. What are the difference in those? Ray tracing or something? Um, one's fifty nine, one's uh, sixty nine. Yeah, the, oh, just, in, just in pricing. Yes, it, it's, the, it's, it's, it's got that whole weird thing, like you said, where you know how Xbox got the exclusive on um, the the upgrade for uh, Yakuza. They got some kind of weird upgrade path on Xbox versus PlayStation. So. Yeah, your your One X version will play on the Series X, but it just will not have any of the uh, upgraded options. It's the Unless, standard Xbox what? One. They yeah. they want you to spend the seventy bucks if you bucks, you get both versions. Yeah, and it would play okay. on both consoles. So it's not advertised as a smart delivery game. Then you're not going to get the optimized version right off the rip. Not really. And I think you can. How pay... long is that going to last? And I think you can pay a ten dollar uh, upgrade fee on PS. Yeah. You don't have to yes. pay the whole big thing. It sounds like me on launch night popping Battlefield 4 and FIFA for PS3 into my PS4 and trying to pay that $10 and get the get the new one, hit those servers with everybody else. And that's that's on the heels of um, Activision. It was announced that they made what was it, like $1.2 billion off of uh, Call of Duty Warzone in three months off of those microtransactions. No, Bobby Kotek made one point. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. 
So, I mean, it's like, do, do we really have to have a, a $70 skew of this game? Because you know the microtransactions are going to be in this game. So, yeah, let's not have a consumer friendly option. I don't we know. can't have that. I'm, I'm going to, this generation of games, I'm going to be buying a lot less on day one. So, it's going to be a lot more uh, wait and see. Is there a deciding factor for that, consumer wise? Mm, for me, it's just cost. I mean, just because they're seventy now, not sixty, or like, is there anything else that factors into that? No, I mean, it's just it's just the cost, and there's just so much coming out. You know, there's a launch launch cycle, so there's a lot coming out. So I mean, right. I, I anticipate a lot of dry spells early next year as we go into that transition to uh, uh, a lot more games. That some will get a PS5 upgrade, some of them won't, and you know, right. I, I, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I think I took a look at what I got coming out, and I think. Uh, me and your discussion, I think the only thing that I'm really buying day one is uh, <clears throat> Miles Morales and then uh, Demon Souls. I think that's it. I, I'm Black Ops. <clears throat> Call of Duty. I let go uh, Assassin's Creed and um, and a couple other uh, Sackboy I'm not going to get. and So, I mean, I, I'll, I'll wait and those, will make, those hopefully will drop. So, are we going to do, are we doing Demon Souls? Are we going to make that a thing and compare notes and, and fight through it together and all that? Is that... I. Because that's the only way I'll play that game is hey, if I'm playing with someone. I, I didn't put it in, in the uh, the news, but they, they said, was it yesterday or today, I heard something about they'll have uh, 100, over like 120 of those helpful... It's 180, I think. Or, it's something yeah. ridiculous yeah. of those um, those helpful little video things that'll or <laughs> screenshots that'll give you... <laughs> That'll reassure you that it can be done when you're getting your soul crushed yeah, in Demon Souls. As they have somebody, the some 13 year old kid from YouTube, show you how to beat the the boss, and you're screaming, "I'm like, I don't know what he did, and it doesn't fucking work. Why is it so easy for him? Fuck, you just gotta game. roll over into this wall at an angle, and then the enemy will get glitched, and then you can sit there and with your stick, pick up your crit, crit him, crit him, and then what you want to do is get the belt, and you're gonna put this on the engine of your car. Well, we're going to do this at the same time. It's real easy. So that's our, before you joined us, we were talking about CRT repair. Uh, Brant, this is probably right back to that. There's some 13-year-old on YouTube that's like, he's messing with the uh, the neck and all that stuff in the CRT uh, and taking out these caps and all that stuff. It's all he's like 13-year-old like, you on YouTube. He's like, what you don't want to do is open up this vacuum tube. That's a bad thing. <laughs> Stay away from the flyback. Stay away. You see a flash and you're already dead. <laughs> See the flash? You're dead. Uh-oh. You're already dead if you've seen the flash. You can just drop. All righty. That's it. Uh, Cesar, would you like to please tell us about the one actual PS5 exclusive, which this is kind of, well, I guess they're not counting Demon Souls because it's a remake. <laughs> it is Demon Souls, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I thought Demon Souls was a really good looking PS3 game, right? Like in my mind's eye, I'm like, all right, this is a great. This was a truly, at the time it came out, this was a next-gen thing. You could not play this on PS2, Xbox, whatever. Um, I looked at some of those Demon Souls PS3 and PS5 comparisons. It's like, it's night, it's past night and day. It's like even more than Resident Evil PS1 to GameCube. It's yeah, That's a whole other animal, man. And it just, they take this one area, like that opening area, and I, I didn't play the Demon Souls on, on PS3. And I watched, watched a couple videos of it. I'm still trying to figure out if it's my cup of tea. But just that opening area as you're like going through this looks like a, a underground sewer or some kind, and just the details that they're able to flesh out and 
uh, the, one of the newest gameplay videos. I'm actually watching 4K HDR YouTube videos down here to try to get a grasp of you know how it's going to look gameplay wise and all that. And just that game looks incredible, man. And I, I think it is more than a tech demo. You know, it's going to be mm-hmm. there's going to be some depth to it. I just don't know. If I'm playing it with Cesar, Cesar, if we're bouncing stuff off of each other, trying to figure out how to beat bosses and things like that, I, I could be down for this. Yeah, just make sure. I mean, I'm going to buy it anyways because, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try it out. But, I mean, I know with you, your time is limited. So, I'll, if I were you, I'd just just let me know. I mean, I won't get too – I don't think it really matters. I won't get too far into it if you decide to jump on it. But it's Like, just, is it know, run-based? Or, you, you? I mean, you're going to progress and get further and save into it and that kind of stuff, right? It's not, it's not something that, you do every time you fire it up. I think um, the multiplayer aspect of it is similar to like any of the, the the Dark Souls. I mean, the big thing with Demon Souls is that you you leave a uh, like a soul behind when you die, and you see you have the person interacted before then. And there's like certain events, and there's like a like a white souls and dark and a black souls type stuff, and that have different attributes in there. But I don't think it's like a true like multiplayer where like me and you are in the same room, you know, fucking up a boss. I don't think so. I don't remember that one exactly. part of it. So. Right, because it, it's always a single player experience. So, so it's it's not like you you'll be missing much outside of it. You know, like you said, it'd just be something where we're playing along, and it probably work best if we're playing along at the same time. Like, hey, how'd you beat this boss? You know, you know. Yeah. Or it's I'm the fun of, of comparing notes and bosses and things like that. But you have to be in that mindset, you know, because that that game is uh incredibly can be incredibly daunting, and you have to be in the mood for it. Right. It's very easy to be like, I'll put this away and do this later type situation when you die a lot. It takes the fun out of video games sometimes. So people like to be punished, man. I don't know. Fuck this dual sense. I just paid $70 for this controller. I can't close down on the thing. Should I break mine out real quick while we're talking about PS5 stuff? Y'all want to see it on camera? If you want so to. Did yours come in? Mine did come in. I'm just going to show it off real quick. It's, uh, it's heavy. I like the weight. I wonder if he's seen uh, the teardown of them. Yeah, we can change the plates and everything, and the battery's a lot bigger. Yeah. You seen the uh, the triggers taken apart? Those mm-hmm. things are crazy. This won't be too bad for audio, right? Uh, PS5 controller unboxing. The Dual Sense. I've not used it on anything. I actually have that 8-bit do adapter to use it on Switch, mm-hmm. as has been reported. World premiere. So. World premiere. No haptic feedback. You can use it on your PS3 as well. Did see that. Double the cable. So here is the dual sense. I don't think we're breaking any embargo because it was just shipped to me from Target. Noted a uh, PlayStation vendor Target. Uh, the pretty lights that cut on. It's a good feeling. It's heftier than a DualShock 4. It feels. It feels like the weight of Xbox One controller, right? Cesar, would you agree mm-hmm. with that assessment? I, I like that they close down the space and the triggers in the back. They're not as uh, far apart. So. See. Yeah. It's got a great feel to it. And I just, I cannot wait the way they're talking about Astro's Playroom. It's gonna, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a game of the year contender with the crazy haptic feedback. And you can feel him walking through sand and all that. I just... I think that's something that I, I really want to play Sackboy on, on launch day because of that, because I think they'll probably use that haptic feedback pretty well as well. So, But I'll wait. I see that one uh, dropping pretty quick. I, I know I bit the bullet on Little Big Planet 3, and by the time we actually got around to playing it, it was like fourteen ninety nine new. And it was on so. PlayStation Plus at some point. So. Yep. Yeah. The buttons, uh, the, fa- the face buttons do feel mushier than usual. They don't feel as good, I think, especially the circle button. It's kind of... 
the way it's like off to the side over there, it's almost like it's kind of falling off the edge. Like you see that, see how it's kind of sitting there. But when you're playing, you know, what do you, you're not looking down at it or anything. So we'll have to see. What do we have? Uh, eight days. It's coming Friday up. Friday next. As long as they ship it on time. Yeah, my other accessories that I bought at the same time as this one, I don't even have a ship date on. So, did both so, both of your pre-orders uh, hold up? I don't know yet. So far, so good. When I checked mine, I mean, it, it's still it's still there, and they haven't been magically yeah. canceled like some people's have, where they go in there and they're like, "Oh, they, they canceled, didn't tell me." You know, that's yeah. has, that's has happened. So. Yeah, mine aren't canceled either. But so, um, I bought the headset and the controller charger at the same time. I got the controller and the Dual Sense is the only thing that shipped at me. Same retailer, so. Yeah, because I got my headset and I got my camera and I got my media remote. So when I checked the when I checked the other day, they had one day shipping on Amazon for those uh, dual sense. I think there's a shit ton of them out there. Seems like they're going to be plentiful. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why they got them out of supply chain and just go ahead and get them out out of the channels and make room for consoles. All right, let's uh, let's get back to news. This uh, the one PS5 exclusive. So sorry, are you aware of which which <laughs> previously announced PS5 exclusive game is actually still exclusive and not coming to PS4? Yeah, I think all it really did on there is I think somebody had uh, asked on Twitter into Insomniac to get clarification to make sure that the uh, Ratchet and Clank was not going to come to PS4, and they confirmed it was a PS5 exclusive. Uh, I think they uh, they said the reason why they went that route is because of the hard drive uh, SSD speeds. So oh, I yeah. guess it w- it would not play the same on the PS4. So it it would hamper the experience. So they decided to keep it on the PS5. So I do not see how they could pull it off. I was talking about watching trailers down here in 4K. Uh, my daughter was entranced watching this uh, the Ratchet and Clank demo. Like we watched the whole. I think it's eight minutes. We watched the whole gameplay trailer start to finish. And when they're jumping in and out of those rifts and all that shit's changing, I do not see how you could possibly load that stuff on current-gen hardware. So that'll be something, hopefully, that takes advantage of it. Do you think, you know, we talked about it earlier on Call of Duty with writing stuff to the for quick resume and stuff like that with the Xbox, I guess more specifically than Call of Duty. Do you think uh, Ratchet & Clank may suffer from the high install amount to to account for these assets that it's going to have to write to? It's possible. I mean, these are all on Ultra HD discs, so, I mean, we mentioned that before. These are triple layer. These are up to 100 gigs, so that that's going to be dependent on the game, so... Right. I don't think we're going to actually see better compression or better uh, better utilized gaming uh, packets until further later in this generation. It's still too early, so... But you also have a first-party studio now who's really diving into it and they're going to know the nuts and bolts. <laughs> yeah, was there a nuts and bolts subtitle in there? Somewhere? <laughs> there was. Yeah. They're going to know the nuts and bolts of the PS five more than anybody. <laughs> and, and they're you know, getting their, they're breaking their chops with Miles Morales too. They've done that before with PS three. Remember? Cause they always saw how difficult it was to develop for PS three. And then you, they kind of share that information with developers as they went through and, you know, found shortcuts and whatnot. So, because that first Ratchet and Clank on PS3 and the first Uncharted, it had screen tearing like a motherfucker. That thing would tear straight in half. You'd pan that camera and you would just see the you would just see the screen just fluttering right in front of your face. So they made crazy advancements in uh, working that cell on PS3. Did either of you see that uh, video that 
kind of went up and and got taken down real quick. The uh, the early look at uh, Miles Morales booting up on PS5. Mm. Holy crap, Richard! I extremely. The guy goes from the UI, presses uh, X on the game, it pulls up the little splash screen, and within two seconds, he's at the main menu. He goes through, selects his game, hits load. Two more seconds, bam, he's playing the game. Yeah, I think it, I know. I know from save file, it's two seconds of load the game. It, it was. It's literally a six-second video. It's like we're back to cartridges, gentlemen. We're living the dream. We're there. I wonder what that install of Miles Morales is going to be. Do you have to have played? Because that's a cheaper, it's a cheaper entry fee for next gen. I think. Do you have to have played the regular Spider-Man to play Miles Morales? You think? Yes, that's our probably. Agrees. I mean, there's. I, I would assume he, he, that he doesn't like, get us. If you go based off story, I don't mean to interrupt Brent. Is he um he doesn't become Spider-Man at the end of the original first Spider-Man on PS4. So let's put it okay. that way. Gotcha. That's that's true. I'm sure you could pick this game up and and play it, but you'd still be missing. I'm sure they're gonna have stuff about some of the interactions and things that hint back to the first game. So while I would say that you probably could pick this game up if you wanted to up and start playing it, you'd be fine. But you you would miss out. Uh, I would assume because they yeah. with Insomniac they're they're gonna want to tie that whole that whole game together and there's also that skew that comes with the remastered one the remaster of uh spider-man but that's like 70 i think mm-hmm. i got that right yeah let's see they said uh based off this they said it was spider-man miles morales from home screen to in game just just seven seconds that's awesome they said it was like uh one or two seconds when you did uh load from save file that is next gen as a next gen feature. Yeah, it it got it got deleted and reposted several times. I just tried to look again. I I can't find it. Sony doesn't want doesn't want that uh, out there right no, now. Nothing's ever least. truly gone. Yeah, I think there's still an embargo on the UI. So because that's uh, one question. Because I think Microsoft already showed all their cards already, right? I think in the UI. Not too it's long. The same ago. thing, right? It's the new dashboard we're all using on Xbox One right now. Pretty much, it's customizable and it's a little bit more streamlined. But yeah, and they're quick resume because remember that's what I, I think somebody was screaming out in some form somewhere if Sony had the same thing going on. But I <laughs> quick think, resume. <laughs> like, does Sony have a version of it happening? I think they still have the embargo on the user interface, so nobody knows for certain. I think they have some kind of technology. They call it something. I forgot what it was, uh, but they don't know if it can do like five games like the Xbox can. Rapid replay. That'll be the Sony version. Oh, they had a weird ass name for it. Um, I like the I like the brands that become standards. You know, like Kleenex. It's like pass me a Kleenex, and then you have remote play. Like Sony came up with remote play is what they called it, and then like Steam picked it up. You could do Xbox remote play. It's just that's just the standard now. Or even the PlayStation was it a uh, share play? Share play. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I started looking something up diligently. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Somebody had did something somewhere where they looked at the original video when they were kind of showing a little bit of the UI of the console, and they noticed uh, the name when it was swapping over from uh, two different games. There was a name in that UI where it stated what it was called, and they have a name for it. I just don't remember what it was. I have yet to see the UI. Did y'all see it in that Spider-Man video? 
Um, they when they went through and kind of they did like a small UI thing where they're showing the developer walkthroughs and how to get trophies and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Very, but there's nothing and you know how to get access to the store and everything like that, but nothing on how the actual operating system works or yeah. has any Ext- of the quirks on that. So yeah, extremely limited controlled view of what they showed you. I want to see it, man. I missed the cross media bar. I thought that was a great interface, to be honest. Well, while he's looking that up, and we're on the subject of PlayStation, PlayStation 5, we can go into our uh, PlayStation Plus games for um, the month of November. Which we discussed, Bug Snacks. Which, week. yes, the first one on there is Bug Snacks, which will be release day, November 12th. Uh, you'll be able to go ahead and download that. Very exciting. Uh, uh, our other titles for PlayStation Plus, of course, uh, these are um, PlayStation 4 titles, uh, which should be able to be played on your PS5 as well. Uh, we have Middle Earth Shadow of War um, and Hollow second, Knight. Right? That's the second Mordor game. I think it the is. first one's Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, this is Shadow yeah. of War. The, the, first, the first one they're they're getting rid of the servers, I think, at the end of next month. So Oh wow. Did you need servers for anything in there? It was more like Batman and Assassin's Creed combined. But it was, it was like it was like the online vendetta system or something like that where kinda whatever aspect they added on there it wasn't available on the PS3 version because you know they couldn't support it. Yeah. Uh, but I think they're. I think the biggest thing is the trophy hunters because I think there's like one trophy tied to online. So that's why everybody's kind of grinding for gotcha. it right now. Because you can't get a platinum once that online goes away. Everybody's playing. Uh, <laughs> they're going to see their player base go through the roof. <laughs> Man, we should have said we're going to take these servers off a long time ago. They did that with Gravity Rush 2 not that long ago also. Uh, what was the last game, Brant? I cut you off before you could finish that one. Uh, it's a game I recently beat this this past year. Hollow Knight. <laughs> Brant's Void, game here. <laughs> Void Heart Edition. Um, and both games will be available November 3rd through November 30th. And then, of course, also we'll get to see the uh, PlayStation Plus collection that will be on PS5. And we'll we'll be able to see, you know, they've got a lot of titles um, that, they've, that they've shown on there. We'll have to see exactly all the titles that they have. And we'll be able to get down to the nitty gritty, see how a lot of these run. I'm sure they'll look great on this. On PS5. I'm excited to see that. Um, of note of that PlayStation Plus collection, Final Fantasy 15 is now the Royal Edition. They also added Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Trilogy. And Cesar, what was the other one I sent you? Do you remember it right offhand? They just announced it, and it was outside of this news story. Was it? No. Crash Bandicoot's in there. Yeah, they're all down there. So, from Worldwide... big one. Yeah, yeah, it says from Worldwide Studios, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Becoming Human, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet & Clank, uh, Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Until Dawn, Uncharted 4, Among Thieves, and then from third party, we have Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, Zombies Chronicles Edition, <laughs> uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, uh, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy, uh, The Royale Edition, uh, Royale with Cheese. 
uh, Monster Hunter World, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, (laughs) Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 10, uh, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Maybe the Royal Royale with Cheese Edition was the big news out of that one. No, that the only difference was uh, the update on that was that it originally was a standard Final Fantasy 15, and they came back yes. and said no, it's the Royal Edition. That's it. Right. That that's the only difference of which I think has everything but the the final DLC. Okay. And you get Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Royal France has, the, cheese. France has a game of the year. <laughs> the most important question is: it, Will Bloodborne will Bloodborne get an update to run 60 frames per second? That's all I care about. That's what people have been harping for for forever. It didn't I mean, got a boost mode with PS4 uh, Pro, famously. Out of that list, we know Days Gone is getting an update. We know God of War is getting an update. We know The Last of Us is, uh, remaster is getting an update. That they all, How all do we know are running 60 just frames. To the, the developers announced it on PlayStation uh, blog. I mean, I know Days Gone was the one they just announced yesterday, and it's 4K 60 frames per second. So There it is. And it's it just got back. a PS4 patch. Brandon, you might want to pop it into your PS4. It's supposed to run better on that now, too. Oh, yeah. All right, here's your Xbox Games with Gold. This is a decidedly very weak list. Like, a crap weak list. Um, you get Ar- Aragami Shadow Edition. This comes from the Xbox Wire. That's available November 1st through 30th, so now. Swim Sanity. Available from November 16th through December 15th. Full Spectrum Warrior, which I would argue is the best game on this list. November 1st through 15th. And Lego Indiana Jones, which might also be the co-best game on this list. November 16th through 30th. This is uh, kind of weak, gentlemen. It seems like we never really get two great months, is what I meant to say. We never yeah. really seem to get two concurrent great months between but. I'm going to have to give this month to PlayStations. Well, uh, Shadow War and, well, Bugsnax is Bugsnax I was to say, they're, they're the only one that has a new first-party title being Bugsnax. launched on, I, the, on the console day one. That's, yeah. a great, that's a great point, Brant. I think this better. it works better for Sony. Sony needed something, I mean, because, you know, Microsoft's playing with Game Pass, so they had to do something to, to kind of... Uh, do something for themselves. So they are, and this is just another example of okay. Oh, Sony is given a next generation game. This is a game for PlayStation Five that PS Five owners are going to get, and it's just business as usual with Xbox because there's a new series of Xbox coming out. It's not really a, an iterative thing. That seems to be, you know, their marketing says otherwise. But uh, between Game Pass and their their service level goals that they're striving for, it just doesn't jump out. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't jump out uh, like a Bugsnax does or the PlayStation Plus collection. But uh, that's what Game Pass fills in, fills in the, the slots, I guess, because they can come out and say, hey, we've got all these optimized games that you can play day one. So I do see that side of it as well. Yep. But going into, I know Cesar's going to have both of them. I will have a PS5. I'm definitely more excited by the the Paramount, one of the pitched PS5 games that people have been buzzing about for some time to experience. So I'm excited for that. All right, who wants to tell us about Fortnite's next-gen upgrades for PS5 and Series X? They've finally been detailed. Uh, noted Fortnite fans. 
podcast. We are looking forward to all the advantages uh, and building probabilities that these changes are going to bring to us. None of us whatsoever. <laughs> Zero. I do have a Fortnite oh. win. I've conquered the Fortnite. I th- yeah, I think you're the only one here that has the most most time, most experience with Fortnite. Uh, but like I less s- than ten matches. I don't even have ten matches under my belt. I do have. I one. have I have one, and that was that one match I played with you guys. That was it. That's it. The only time I ever fired it up. So uh, I may have one and a half. I'm not even. I don't even remember. I remember downloading it when it came to the Switch, and then promptly removing it. Never have I ever walked fired up a Fortnite. Like, let me fuck around and see what happens. <laughs> I tried this. I tried this Switch one. I was just me running across a field for 20 minutes and then dying. So I was like, this is no fun to me. But uh, friends of the show, Derek and Evan, carried me to a victory in Fortnite. So I had fun with that one round, and I had fun with Cesar. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember that night because you fucking texted me at like 11 p.m. I thought it was like the next day in the morning. It's like, we're jumping on Fortnite, get on. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I just woke up jumping on Fortnite and like playing one or two in the morning. I just hey, woken up. Where did that random PUBG invite come from, from friend of the show, Renee? What, what, what? He got a wild hair. Why does he want to play PUBG all of a sudden? He didn't even do it that day either. I, I think it's just. The whole PUBG experience is all it is. Yeah, I never heard from I never heard from anybody, so I was like, "All right, <laughs> it's Halo as usual." <laughs> no, that's, something came up that weekend, so yeah. I mean, who who knows? He, uh, friend of the show, Renee, he's here until I think he doesn't go back to work till Monday, so nice. might be able to sneak it in there. He uh, maybe this weekend I'll get it updated on P. You are playing on PS4, right? I don't think it doesn't matter at this point. I mean, it's cross-platform, so you could try it on your console choice. True. All right, what are these Fortnite enhancements? I think all it says on there is what the 5 and the X is going to have, what, 4K 60 frames per second. Faster Uh, matchmaking and 60 frames per second split screen. So Derek and Evan, I know that will benefit them. Dynamic visuals and physics. (laughs) Thanks, Brandon. Cooler-looking smoke and liquid effects. Physics Royale. <laughs> Interactive world with grass and trees responding to explosions. Uh, outside, of, outside of that, the Series S version is going to be 1080p. Yeah, that's, uh, I think that for 60 frames per second also. So We're seeing a couple of Series S like 1080p. Another one I saw was like dynamic 1080p. I'm like, I thought the Series S was a little beefier than they're pitching it. Uh, I think the other one that kind of concerned people was uh, Devil May Cry 5 because it, it doesn't have ray tracing on the S. And some people were like, oh, that sucks. So yeah. even though they they would have played it at a, uh, at a lower resolution with ray tracing, but right. they didn't think I, would, they, I would take that change. I would be fine with that too. They didn't think it was going to be that big of a sacrifice, but there's some people that are like, I don't know if I want to take that hit. They didn't think it was going to be that huge of a difference. So I think other than... Uh, those changes to Fortnite, they've also talked about there's going to be faster matchmaking with those playing on the newer consoles, I guess because of the the SSDs. Uh, And they also will have uh, the haptic feedback in the controllers for the uh, DualSense. Yeah, I think you you hit that on the nail on the head. I think they mentioned that was the Sony exclusive stuff was the, the DualSense controller stuff, and I can't remember if they said something about audio or not. So... Um, the Verge reports that Epic also says next-gen Fortnite will support the PS5's activities feature, an element activities, of the new console's solid-state yeah. drive architecture that will let games launch right into specific modes. That means you can load Fortnite right into the Battle Royale mode 
with a specific playlist like solos or quads already enabled. That way, just a single extra button press lets you queue up for a match. Is that is that their quick resume? Is that what they're going to build out as the activities? I think I, when, I did some, when I did some research, I think somebody who was watching that UI video, they said they know, noted that it was uh, something called Switcher on there that activated when they were swapping between games, but nothing's been mm-hmm. detailed on it, and they don't even know if that's what it's actually called. They're just assuming that's what it is. Gotcha. Well, they, they did already, when they went through that uh, UI video, they did show the activities to where... If the developer puts them in there, you can go, once you pull up the um, control center for the game, you can pull up all the different cards and sometimes jump to very specific things. So for Fortnite, I'm guessing they'll have those cards for those specific things, and boom, you can just click that card and go straight to the matchmaking um, menu immediately. Rather yeah. than having to, to boot it up, wait for it, and do your loadouts, and just I think you're right, uh, Brian. I think what they were aiming for is if you have uh, Modern Warfare in there, you can. And I think Richard sends me an invite, and he's already waiting in a room. It's supposed to be built to it. Already transports me in that room when I have to do a whole bunch of like log, starting the game, logging on servers, going to the room. It's supposed to take me there almost instantaneously. That's so cool. We can jump on there. Yeah, that's but cool. I think that's if that supports that feature. So. Yep. All right, gentlemen, is that all for news? Did we wrap it up? That is it. I think we have a brief games played section, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I want to play one game, yeah. Sweet. All right, I'll kick us off. I seem to hear frequently. Uh, Friday night, Saturday night, we're Halo. Um, what? No. Go into detail. <laughs> what? Not again. What? No, no, I never heard this before. There's a new Halo? Halo? What is that? No, it's still the old Halo. It's the first one specifically. <laughs> I'm, I'll be waiting in uh, November 17th in that room so I can play 120 frames for you, uh, with you. That way we can both die Come at the on. same time. Let's go. You die at 30 frames, I'll die at 120 frames. It doesn't matter, but you're going to die. Same death. <laughs> same de- death, twice the Get frame. Get blown rate. up. Oh, I'm falling down faster. Yeah. Body <laughs> crumpled up on the wall, 120 frames faster. <laughs> Uh, so the the featured playlist this week was Rocket Race. Uh, I've talked about before. We've been patiently waiting for this one to come back around. Uh, I played a couple with friend of the show Dale. Uh, we've got a setup down here now. We just end up playing um, couch co-op ish. I guess you could say. I mean, we're getting in an online room together, but we're still laughing and cutting up together. Um, Rocket Race was good. We never won one of those. That that of course is everybody's on a mongoose. One person is the VIP. The other one has rockets on the back. And the VIP has to drive the, or the, the driver has to drive the VIP into a circle. So the circle rotates around a map. So it's always these big maps. So the first one to 10 to make it to the hill, like King of the Hill, uh, wins the round. And I think we had a pretty good comeback at one point, and we got eight, uh, but they snuck it out ahead of us. So uh, also had the worst experience on Xbox Live I have had probably since. 2007 2008 ish we just had someone go ahead that's very 360 ish sir uh it absolutely is we had someone lay into us with like the absolute worst language you could possibly imagine and not on the chat on um or not on the voice chat on message they're taking this time just to message us this (laughs) just eight they're that angry and it was and they were they were mopping us up we didn't even do anything with them you and it was so, uh, the, you suck so bad. Why are you even on here? Kind of stuff like that. Worse than that. 
a lot of derogatory terms and just like, how is this person, how is this profile, their gamer score is like 80,000. Like, how's this person even still playing games? How is this allowed? You can, um, and, you can report them. I, we did, we did, both of us did, and uh, yeah. our third player, friend of the show, Jeremy, got on there at some point. Even that player's reputation said, don't play with me. So I'm like, is the algorithm in there? I mean, we play this every weekend. Like, why did we get put in with this? First off, why is this person able to play online? It must be, you know, money talks. I guess they're paying their their live subscription or Game Pass Ultimate or whatever it is. But I'm like, how does this person keep? How do they stay online? How does this still happen? So typically, how it works, and this is what my colleague at work tells me, he um he'll get into heated arguments sometimes with people. He doesn't pick fights, but sometimes some people will troll him, and like uh, they'll do the whole game where he'll like he'll say something that might be he won't cuss at them, but he'll say something that might be like. Like poking back and forth type of situation, kind of yeah, like the long lines here. Yeah, yeah, basically. And sometimes he'll 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 mess up and he'll be like, oh, and he'll say something uh, that they would consider as offensive, but not derogatory or anything super bad. And so it's all it's a whole cat mouse game where everybody will constantly report each other because sometimes he'll he'll shoot me a message like, yeah, my main account got banned for forty eight hours, so I'm on my shadow account playing games. So ah. So, so like, hopefully uh, that happened to this person because I, I know all three of us reported him. It was not, but that was one match, and then we were out of there. So yeah, if he was pretty uh, derogatory, I mean, even the stuff he shows me, he's banned usually for like forty eight hours. It's not yeah. nothing derogatory. It's pretty derogatory, probably like uh, maybe a week or something like that. They do do temporary bans on there, so they'll. And it's most times it's like him. He doesn't care. He'll just jump on another gamer tag. So, but it's that like should you don't... be that should be leverage against this person. Like we weren't offended by any of of what was there it was just it was just the level of like hate and just pure it's just like, not necessary yeah it wasn't necessary no. basically yeah it was you beat us we didn't do anything to you we're not even in your chat we're in a party chat just go on and do something else yeah. so uh the and i've played hundreds and hundreds as is documented on this podcast at this point of halo <laughs> and it's only been what last weekend was something weird and then this one was this one was way over the top from that one the other one the other person just told us we were trash don't even wait around for Halo Infinite. Uh, friend of the show Dale was told to <laughs> donate. <laughs> friend of the show Dale was told to donate. Told to just throw mine in the trash. So Dude, I love those. I'm just dying <laughs> laughing. And I'm like LOL on there. I'm like I don't. That stuff don't even face me. And that was in voice chat because I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was, oh, I thought God, it was my brother in the chat. And then this guy, we go back out in the menu. He's like, "Man, you guys suck. This game's been out for 18 years. I told y'all about this. This game's been out for 18 years." You are trash. Don't even wait for Infinite. Go pick something else. Halo is not for you. You suck. Like, and it was a uh, it was cannon fodder, which is just the plasma cannon or whatever the plasma. Yeah. Um, what do they call that? It's not plasma cannon. Fuel rod cannon. And you're it's just you get three shots and then the thing is like overheating and then you reload. It's just it, it, I hate that mode. But the action sack that we play, every once in a while you get cannon fodder, which is a stupid fuel rod cannons. And we just, we're like, okay, let's just play this round and get it over with and get back to the crap we like to do. I actually messed around and threw the objective-based ones in there. So we had some more, like when, when I do my Halo land parties, we, we love playing Capture the Flag. Like that's our main game type. So I threw the objective-based ones in there. We played a little bit more uh, Capture the Flag in there, and that, that was a good time. I always like Capture the Flag. Capture the Flag is the most fun, in my opinion, because... I mean, kills are going to come and go. It doesn't really matter. You're going to have good runs, bad runs. But as long as everybody's working toward that objective and trying to work warhogs back and forth, man, we need another Halo day. Oh. Fuck this virus, man. We would have had <laughs> Halo by now. 
like all in the same room Halo, not not getting yelled at and called derogatory terms on Xbox Live the way Halo's meant to be played. I guess I don't know <laughs> how oh, bad we saw how bad we Xbox suck at the experience. Yeah, donate your Xbox. He, he messages me and tells me to trash mine. He tells my friend to donate his. Like yours gets a better fate. Give it to somebody else. I, uh, I just would been di- I would just wouldn't have been dying laughing. I, that's that's funny to me. No, we had a laugh about that one. We didn't we didn't uh, we didn't report that person. They're just I wouldn't. I'd be like, thank thank you, sir. I needed that laugh. That was... They're just some sort of hardcore Halo person. And then we had uh, we played actually a friend of the show Russell and I played at lunchtime. Monday, I guess it was, and we got in, we text each other, we asked for lunch kits. So it's that musket round we want to play at lunch. So we try to queue it up and see if we get in there. And um, we, we stayed in the game chat. We weren't in the party chat. And then we went out to the lobby. This guy trashed us. I mean, he was, he went off. He was like 24 kills and uh, he died twice or something like that. And uh, we, we heard him laughing in the, in the thing. And uh, it was like, man, you're, you're pretty good. You know, you just handed it to us. We, we uh we got beat on that one and he was laughing he's like i got plenty of time i just sit around here and play this old school halo so it was a good based off that crappy one we had over the weekend this was a good interaction with that guy uh played some sly cooper uh thievius raccoonus i'm one key away from the second boss his name is mugshot um i was kind of tinkering with that tv some more brant and i were discussing that in the pre-show if you want to uh, be bored to tears listening to CRT talk and troubleshooting and things like that, join Brant and I from <laughs> 7.45 to 8.05 while we discuss the trials and tribulations of CRT. Uh, I think it's actually pretty stimulating content. That's one of my interests. Uh, Sly Cooper's an amazing game. I can't wait to to wrap that one up and go into two and three. I love these games. I, I'm sad they don't make them anymore. Bring Sly Cooper back. Sly Cooper in the multiverse. Uh, I actually think that's all my games played. I got Pikmin 3 for my brother as a gift, and I have yet to try it out, but I do have do have Pikmin 3 in my possession. Did I play anything else? Any old school? I got a tennis game in from eBay, but I didn't play that yet. Cesar is a oh, noted tennis game aficionado. Cesar, never heard of this uh, Tennis Master Series 2003 for the Microsoft Xbox. It's a PC port. It's no licensed athletes. We can't pick Kornikova or um, Tim Hinman or any of those Virtua Tennis professionals. It's all unlicensed, <laughs> which could be exciting. I still have my dream of 24 tennis games in 24 hours stream. Long, gonna long as it's not, yeah, as long as we don't play fucking Super Tennis. Fuck that game. Super Tennis is highly rated as one of the best. How? I've tried Dude, so I many fucking times. so bad. I wanted to be good. I've tried so many times. I don't understand that fucking game. I don't get it. It, it doesn't make sense. I see the praise online. I just don't. I don't. It doesn't click for me. Haven't. It has not clicked with us. We've got to keep. We got to keep beating our heads against the wall. <laughs> Hell no. I'm done with that game. I bet if we Hell look back, there no. was some. I bet if we look back, there was some sort of Super Nintendo drought for like four months, and the only game to come out in those four months was Super Tennis. So this massive nostalgia built up for this drought, where all people had to play was Super Tennis, and they just sat there. They'd already beat Mario. They were waiting for the next uh, Metroid or whatever. They beat Link to the Pass, and they're just sitting on Super Tennis like, this is our game. We're going to make this our game. It's like Pong, but better. And there's just been better iterations since then. Like, they they used the same fucking engine from F-Zero on this thing. Mode 7. Day 1. Damn, I want a new F-Zero. Y'all think we'll ever get a new F-Zero? I don't know. I don't know what Nintendo does anymore. 
Nintendo don't. And that is all my games played. Who's up next? Let's get out of here. Got a decent hour. We're closing in on an hour. <laughs> Uh, mine's simple. I, I've uh, entered the 60-hour mark in my uh, Chaos Child. I, I have a uh, Chaos Child. That was it. I I've beaten the game on one of the paths. Um, there are I've gotten three endings. I've got to get two more, and then I unlock what they call the true ending, where you get the the real ending. And um, I, the first ending I unlocked, uh, which was the Serico ending, which is the childhood friend of his. That one was a fucking doozy. Um, the one he killed? Uh, no, I mean, it gets to the point where it's uh, in the, the story that previously I talked about last time. He has a childhood friend. There's a girl that they've been together forever. Like they were solving these uh, murder uh, the mysteries, uh, the return of the next gen madness. Um, and then it turns out that the, the next murder was uh, the person they thought was doing the murders. Um, she ended up uh, getting in a pole. She got impaled on a pole and, and burned herself, cooked herself to death. Their first suspect uh, ended up dying. Yeah, she was a pyromaniac. So they they learned these gigomaniacs have powers, and um, they have one power, and what they were able to tie to is whatever wish they had at the time. So like, uh, one of them can tell. One of them's like a human lie detector. They can have a conversation and tell when you're telling the truth or not. And it's because she always wanted to know the truth. She was tired of people lying to her. Uh, there was one that can fill your head with delusions. So she was able to escape because she had put this delusion in somebody's head where uh, she was let go. You know, like, hey, she, we, we discussed this with everybody and we decided to send her to an orphanage. And they're like, we never had this discussion at all. She inputted like this whole fake uh, uh, memory in their head. Oh, that's like old girl from uh, Umbrella Academy. They mm-hmm. could whisper, she could whisper the rumors to you and mess you up. Right. So uh, to make a long story short, uh, you, you get to the last two murders uh, with the main character, and they end up being his uh, his youngest sister and his older sister. Um, uh, Yui, his youngest sister, ended up getting chopped into pieces by her, his best friend. Uh, you find out mm. that he was being mind-controlled by somebody. And so and then the, he was the one who did it, so he ended up bashing his head against the concrete to break the control, and so he ends up like in a hospital. Um, and outside of that, his older sister ended up figuring out who the one that was perform- who was doing the murders, and it was his childhood friend the whole time. Uh, so apparently, when you break it down, in that ending story was like Siri, his childhood friend was uh, was a, a person that actually existed. It was like his imaginary friend, and so he was a like I said, he was a gigolomaniac. So he was able to reboot his imaginary friend into a real person. And so apparently you find out later on that the, that, that per, the purpose of that person to be born was to give uh, like a, a meaning to his life. So what they were doing was she was doing she was recreating these murders and kind of leading him to solve them to like make him famous. So he ends up comes into the realization that he was the one that caused everything indirectly because he created this person who's trying to do all this stuff for her for him. So. And what the the whole uh, the whole funny story at the very end of it—it's not really funny—is the the person who was actually do, using the mind control that was killing everybody uh, and and setting up the murders was his dad. So <laughs> he was totally fucked up at the end. So it was all these people around him. I'm like, too. I'm too. Yeah. Man. It was all these people around him because he he figured out that the like it was weird because like all these cases were com- it feels like they were coming to him, pulling him in there, and he wasn't even searching for it. And that's what it was because it was like, everybody around him was involved. So whether or not that's a true ending, I don't know, because they typically do all these like false endings and you can't really get 
to the true ending until you do all the the side endings first. So I got two right. more endings to get to before I get to the what really happened scenario. Uh, but right now I'm at the 60 hour mark and I still got to do three more endings. So I'm probably gonna put like 75 hours in this game. Damn. So, but yeah, this is pretty much it. Short, sweet. That's all I played this week. Nothing Visual novels. Yep, get in there. Chaos Child. I'll remember to put that in the show notes. I forgot last time. Yeah, I've, I've, I've I think I uh, looked at my uh, my play PS time tracker. I think uh, uh, this year so far I've uh, put in and within the last two months I put sixty sixty. So uh, right now I'm working on hour three hundred and ten for the last two months of visual novels. Damn. So this five Get it in. five in there, yeah. Get it in. All right, Brent, what you been working on, sir? Oh, well, on uh, Halloween, I got to play uh, a couple different games. Spooky games. Played uh, played some spooky (laughs) games. I actually, within the past like week and a half, burned your copy of Animal Crossing from from that hadn't or from you know uh, Halloween up had not booted in Animal Crossing. I told you it, it probably would get me to play that game for a month. It didn't last. Yeah. I, I just stopped. I, I, I didn't care. I didn't log on in Halloween and give people candy or anything. But uh, what I did do is load up a, uh, a holiday-appropriate game, uh, Resident Evil 4, nice. on the GameCube. Yes! And uh, play some Mercenaries. Play a few rounds of mercenaries. Yeah. Run around as uh, as Ada. Um. And try and outrun the uh, the damn double chainsaw guy, like just yep. flailing that thing around. Um, horde before horde. Yeah. So that's our. What was the one we played a lot of mercenaries? Was it mercenaries for 3ds that we played a bunch of? Running for our lives. I think that's the most we played of. I don't remember because I think. Was it just standard Resident Evil 5? That's all we played. We played that campaign, but I think we played that Mercenaries on 3DS. It's like the a, Mercenaries um, is on 3DS, but yeah. I think that the only the only multiplayer Resident Evil I know me and you have played is Five is and five. Mercenaries. Yeah, yeah. And Brand, I, yeah. You, you have that Mercenaries for 3DS. And the only reason why I brought up Five because Mercenaries is the same one on Five. Yeah, so I, that had it was the same map and everything. So that'd be your cup of tea, man. Yeah, because it was Africa on 3DS, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Brent, you might I, want to check that out, man. That's your cup of tea. Really? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I've Especially got, multiplayer. I've, I've got uh, Resident Evil Revelate Tons on... Uh, yes. I got the one that actually has the typo on the spine. It says Revelate Tons on it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I played, uh, played a, a little bit of um, Mercenaries, Resident Evil 4. Uh, just playing Mercenaries on there makes me want to go through that game again. It's been a while. Let's go, Brant. I'm down. I've played it. Gosh, go. I I love Resident Evil 4. It's, it was That's one of my favorite go. games. Let's go, you have beat it. Let's go. Um, so I, I probably will eventually do that. We had we had a wedding to attend on Halloween, uh, which was an interesting event all on its own. Uh, so I didn't have a, a whole lot of time to play much else that day. Um, in between... Uh, getting everything ready and getting ourselves ready. We, me and the family, sat down and played a played a couple rounds of Smash Brothers. 
Um, earlier in the week, uh, we had a couple friends. Uh, so we had a, a five of us all together, and finally I got to play uh, Among Us. I don't know if either of you have played Among Us yet. I've yet to. I know it's a zeitgeist at, at the moment. Oh, it is It is actually very fun. So we played... Um, so my family, we just sat. I had uh, the laptop sitting off to the side with uh, Discord on. Uh, we had the other two people on Discord, and we just played. Because the whole thing is you're supposed to man man this area and you have however many people it's up to 10 and you can pick one to three uh, of the people can be imposters every person has their own uh, task to do in the in the area right um, so there's like laboratories there's weapons there there's all sorts of different little jobs and and you have to go and do them and the imposter is trying to kill everybody or screw everybody up okay. so it in and the whole gimmick is during the game you're supposed to be quiet nobody's supposed to talk to anybody uh and then when you die you're silent you're completely silent uh if you find a dead body then you report it uh or usually in in the main room there's a, a big button and you can hit to call a meeting and that's when everybody gets to talk say their piece be like well i was over here with this person i saw them i saw them following <laughs> following uh jim up the road you know going going towards uh electrical and then now jim's dead so i think it was him back. Jim didn't. yeah that's awesome so, and then they're like, no, like I, the team I, building too. yeah, it's like, no, 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 I, I, I was over there doing tasks with him and then I walked off, but I saw so-and-so coming up over there with him. He was, he was, he was going over there pretty fast. It was him. It was him. So it, it lends to uh, some fun gameplay. And That's then cool. we, uh, it was <sighs> Sunday. We went, uh, I went to my dad's house and there was a small gathering of my family. Not very many of us, but the um my niece and nephew my son and um i yeah she's she's my step niece and her boyfriend we decided we were all going to sit there and do a local game of among us okay how'd and, that go oh it was it was fun because of course if the if the kids my my son he knows and he'll he'll like be quiet and stuff <laughs> But my niece yeah. and nephew, if they if they died, they were just oh man no like you're supposed to be quiet. Yeah. Or there was at least one time where they were like yelling at whoever was the imposter, like <laughs> like I can't believe you killed me. Like you're not supposed to tell us that. now we know. Kids and there was best, there was there was one time because you're just assigned a random color and you can set your name as whatever. There was one time my my niece she was. She was the color pink, and she killed me, and she killed my son, and then somebody found um, my son's body, and they had the meeting, and both me and him were dead, and the whole rest of the game, I was just kind of sitting over there, and I kept humming. I kept going, mm-hmm, 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 right. and nobody got it, and then no. like at the, at, the, at the very end of the game, like right before, because if... Um, you either kill all but like one person. If it's just the imposter and one other survivor left, the imposter wins. If the survivor sabotages sabotages something like 
the oxygen levels and right. the and the the players don't fix it if they run out of oxygen they're dead they're dead so um but it, it got down to like three people and i'm still over there humming and they're like what why don't you shut up shut up you're not supposed to... and then as soon as she killed one other person it was just her and the other other person and she won you know they started laughing and they go, and why were you humming the whole time? And it's like, well, gee, I was humming the theme song to what the Pink Panther. They're what like, song oh. was it? put it together. So you should have hummed the theme song from the Pink Power Ranger, and that would have. Uh, <laughs> you got to consider your age group. Uh, no, they all could. They all could have got it. They all could have got it. Um, but yeah, those. Th- that's that's fun. If you've got enough people, I say no more. Uh, no less than five. No less than five people to play it. Um, You've it's given free. The, the biggest explanation I've heard of it, and it seems like something that would come out of like a Jackbox game or something. Kind of, yeah. yeah there's there's a Jackbox game that's semi similar, but it's not as involved as this. And you were and saying it, it's free to play. And... It's it's free on mobile. Um, okay. I know on Steam it's like four ninety nine, and um, I'm sure it's on the Epic Game Store for four or five bucks. So I mean, you can you can find it around um, pretty cheap. No console versions yet. It seems like a missed. It seems like a I, missed opportunity. But if it's on mobile, I was about to say I don't believe it's on consoles. Um, I think they said next year's or targeted yeah. consoles. Okay. So because they had announced a sequel, right? But this one took off, so they were like, okay, let's hunker down and work on this one. Yeah. They, all the all the features they have for the sequel are being integrated into the original now. Um, I think the only thing they said that was holding back the console versions was uh, the ability to use voice chat. Which is uh, highly recommended. Yeah. Communication. As but, part of the experience. Yeah, this this game has actually been around for quite a while. Um, it's just recently with uh, everything going on in the world, uh, some streamers picked it up, started playing it, and it just kind of caught fire. And it is a fun game. It's a very fun game. Uh, Among Us. They, they so, also, when you get a chance, and Brent, I know you don't, uh, you're not American football, but there's a Gridiron Heights uh, episode on the Among Us, <laughs> where they uh, they do one it's with all the infiltrated Gridiron Heights. Oh gosh, it's pretty good because they all in that room where they're doing the discussion and they're like, the imposters, the bears, and they inject the bears, and then the bears, what's the imposters? <laughs> my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite one is a uh, Gruden, the head coach with Las Vegas, when they're sitting there arguing about who who's the one who's the the killer. He, he ejects everybody. He's like, you didn't beat the Chiefs. I beat the Chiefs. I beat the Chiefs. And he's ejecting everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That was his whole excuse for not being the imposters because he beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You didn't beat the Chiefs. I beat the Chiefs. The one person. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, this this is a great game. Um, if we could get enough people, I don't know. At some point, maybe, uh, maybe if we get some listeners interested – we could fire up a uh, a Discord. We can make a no podcast Discord. Get us on there. Download this uh, section off some time. See if we've got anybody interested. Play some Among Us. Um, Brent, you seem to be a little more Discord savvy. If you want to fire that up, you are you are more than welcome to. <laughs> it's it's not that hard, I guess. It's it's just different. It's not difficulty. It's familiarity at this point. I. 
I just somewhat learned it. Somebody added me to a Discord once, and then with everything going on, we had a, a small group of friends that we usually met up with on the weekends and cool. at, at a certain uh, local local facility, and it, that didn't happen um, within the past like six seven months now. Obviously, so right. We would just I, I set up a Discord, was like, hey, we can play games, we can do this, so, and we did. We did for for quite a while. We've, I know some of them have gotten different jobs, and you know, stuff is slowly getting back to normal. So they're, some of them are, are doing a, a little bit more at work now. So mm-hmm. scheduling is is a thing, but we're we're still getting getting together regularly and playing. So it's fun. Um, and then the last thing I really, once I booted up that GameCube, I, I got on there, man. Okay, I, uh, I'm intrigued. Mine's hooked I, up right now too. I uh, popped in. I don't know why. I, I guess I just wanted to play something zany, something fun. Uh, uh, Simpsons. Donald Duck going nope. quackers. Nope, nope. Simpsons. Hit and like, or hit run. Was it hit and run? Yes, hit and run. The best. Too. The best uh, GTA ripoff. Yeah, Road Rage was just driving. Simpsons Hit and Run is where it's at. That's the open world That's GTA clone, as it were, in that era. Yes. Uh, and it's just as as fun and as zany as I remember. The one-liners get tired after a while, but the gameplay makes up for it. Um, I played that first little area where you're, where you're uh, Homer. I did all those... Um, all those tasks where you're you're running around in the car, you're getting uh, soda, you're having to run back and forth and uh, get, get like fl- your neighbor Flanders is has called the police because all his stuff's missing, but it's all stuff you took <laughs> taken. So you've got to <laughs> run around town and grab all the stuff and return it to him before you know the police track track you down. And um, playing all of that, it was. It, and that game, that game holds up. And I think what what had it just stuck in my mind is uh, earlier in the year when we got um, what was it, Battle for Bikini Bottom, mm-hmm. uh, and there was even that era, and, and a, cu- a couple other games. There, Simpsons uh, Hit and Run just it, it kept kind of circulating out there as you know, oh, you know, people wanted that game to be kind of remastered or, or remade um but it uh, at least now it hasn't been um it's an expensive game i, I looked it up it's like 50 bucks <laughs> really yes Dang. gamecube stuff right now is going insane jeez gamecube stuff is through the roof um but the the second area you play as uh bart I played a good bit of that, and then uh, I had hopped off for a little while, mm-hmm. um, got something to eat, and then came back to it. And I guess I've just gotten spoiled on the way things are nowadays because I booted it back up, loaded my save, and it was um, right back at the start um, of like the second area when you start as Bart. Uh. Because you have to hit start, you have to go down to save game. I was like, Damn. Oh, Brian. So, no autosave. I was like, oh, You're spoiled, baby. Got spoiled on, on my 
newer generation systems, the auto saves. So I just I I put it down. I was like, eh, I got other stuff I can I can do right now. Remember um, the era before that with no saves and you had to like leave the system on. Oh, either that or you had uh, you had a few games that had some saves or you had passwords. passwords. You had passwords, or passwords. you just had to sit down and do it all in one sitting. Yeah. That was most, it. The most I did was I had a copy Star Ocean Second Story on PlayStation where I used a uh, rubber band to tie it to the DualShock <laughs> on, the an- on the analog stick. Keep you running around. I had around. to do uh, auto battle, and I just went to school, and I came back and just jumped up 30 levels. So, cause it just I think you, told, think you told us yeah. that story. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Did you mash all the way through the game, like no issues? Oh, after that, it was done, yeah. I mean, didn't, I mean that game was such a... There were so many. There was what eighty something innings in that game. So just you, you could be there for days trying to figure out different combinations and how to unlock innings in that game. So I always did that with Oblivion. The when you're in that first uh, cave, and the there's two goblins at the bottom of that cliff or whatever it is, and you can crouch behind a rock, and you can do the rubber band and go into sneak mode, and you just hear that. You'll hear that level up for sneak mode as your your character's just like humping it behind that rock and the two goblins <laughs> down there. They never know. You just put the rubber band, you set the rubber band and walk off. Like Cesar saying, you come back just like 30 levels. You're just this sneak god. Yeah. <laughs> you know that Elder Scrolls level up, yeah. that drum roll? Use that, uh, that Konosuba's uh, lurk skill. Lurk. <laughs> just disappear. <laughs> lurk. But uh, that's it. That was games yeah. played. It's slightly cheaper on Xbox. You can get it for 20-ish. I'm going to see what it is on PS2. I know we got some friends of the show that are big fans of Simpsons Hit and Run. I, I did used to have it on PS2. I can't... I don't remember if I sold it or, or what, but I know several years ago I went ahead, I, I found it decent on uh, on GameCube and, and picked it up. That's twenty five thirty also on, on uh, PS2. Dang. People want this game, man. They're clamoring for a yeah. remaster. Hey, oh, it's a damn good game. It can it can happen now since uh, Disney owns that license. So bring it back. All right, we got anything else to add? We had five concurrent viewers this whole show. So thank you for joining us. We're trying to get our, our numbers up for Twitch affiliation. So thank you. Hopefully we didn't bore you to tears with our Simpsons Chaos Child <laughs> Death Child Chaos Child Death Child Death Child. And uh, Halo. there's a lot of dying in Chaos Child. The confusion is an honest mistake. And uh, Halo Online Hatred Talk um, directed at me, not not by me. So thank you for joining us. Um, you guys got anything else on the way out? No. Nah. We should stream Among Us like uh, everyone else is doing. I really want to play Resident Evil 4. If it wasn't a pandemic, I would say let's start a stream, all three of us, and let's just do it. Yes. I've never beat it, and I've been itching to play through it again. So between the three of us, we could knock it out. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Looking at it now, I think that is the only Resident Evil game I haven't beaten. I've beaten that Blasphemous version of Resident Evil 6 multiple times, but I've not beaten Resident Evil 4. <laughs> the best-selling Resident Evil yet. <laughs> the only the only campaign in there that was good was Leon's campaign. That was it. That was the, the throwback to, uh, to the old-school horror. Everything else was a straight Call of Duty campaign. So Yeah. Set pieces and punching boulders. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the one with Leon was the only one that you're actually running away from zombies at some point. Outside of that, was just you're just is bullet sponge everything is going there to shoot everything. 
All right, if that's it, we'll get out of here. Uh, thank you again, concurrent viewers. Uh, that helps us out. Tell your friends. We'd love to see them next week, every Wednesday night. I don't know if we're going to change that. It seems to come and go, the opinions on changing from Wednesday night, but right now we're Wednesday night. Uh, tell some friends. It will help us out a lot. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. You can watch this video on YouTube after the fact. We go up on your favorite RSS aggregator Saturday-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to get it out, man. It's been the past couple of Sundays. It's just uh, I'm tired. Sunday's like my catch-up day. So I try not to be that late with it. It's on YouTube as soon as we get done recording. So, But uh, I'm tired of rambling on here. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us uh, this week. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. I think that was unique people again too.